Hey guys, it's Jalan. So before this next episode starts, I want to take a minute to say two things. The first, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being patient. I know it has been two weeks too long since I posted a podcast. Life has been crazy, believe me. Um, so everything's just kind of getting back to normal. So I appreciate your patience. I appreciate appreciate your listenership. It means the world. Number two, um, so we're talking about things that hold us back and keep us from living the best life that God has intended for us. And so in the spirit of not allowing perfectionism to hold me back, I am admitting that I made a mistake on this next episode. Um, I quoted 1 Timothy 4, 7, when I meant to quote 2 Timothy 1, 7 um, for the scripture that talks about God has not given us a spirit of fear. So there's that thing. So I, again, am trying to practice what I preach. Um, and that is, hey, <laughs> done is better than perfect sometimes. So I really feel like this this next series that we hop in is really important and is really vital as we are in the last 90, less than 90 days now of the new year. So um, I hope it's good to you and definitely, definitely hop on Instagram, follow us. Um, I'd love for this to be a, a conversation as we start talking about the things that keep us back from the good life and how to overcome them. So without further ado, here is the next episode. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome back. It's the Walking Well Podcast, and I am your host, Jalon Martz. Thank you guys for tuning in. I never take it for granted that you listen or that you even find something um, precious and worthwhile in, in the space that we have created. Um, and so I just, I thank you guys for tuning in, for being faithful listeners, um, you know, and just and just sharing this space with me. I, I just really appreciate it. It's it's amazing to me what God can do. And I always sort of check out um, like the stats on the podcast to sort of see who's listening where and, you know, hey, you're up, <laughs> you know, um, to see just kind of where listeners are. And so it's always really kind of like, wow, this is a God thing to see just how many people are impacted, who, you know, all the people that are listening. It's a really big deal. I don't, I don't listen. I don't. I don't take it for granted. I don't think I'm so great that you guys should listen to me. This is really just a space um, where I've said yes and to the Lord, <laughs> where I've said yes to the Lord because he can ask me to do these kind of things. Um, but anyway, so we spent last month talking about pursuing your purpose. And I just feel like it was such a cool time to hear these boss babe women, you know, talk about how they're pursuing their purpose, how they're going after the things that God has put on their hearts. Um, and it was just such a cool range, you know, from Courtney to Marla, you know, to Kyla giving you the business that lasts like 10 minutes or so. It's just been so good, so good and so practical. And so this month, um, you've got me and maybe a special guest or two, but this month we're going to be talking about what's holding you back. You know, I want to really just sit down and think about, talk about, discuss, pick apart what's keeping you from living the good life that God has set aside for you, you know, and I've journeyed through some things in my 25 years. Um, and I know awesome women who have journeyed through some other things. So I definitely want to kind of pull them in where, it, you know, where it makes sense, but, um, what's keeping you from living the good life. And so we're going to talk about a couple different things, but today I just want to sit and simmer on fear. Um, I am no stranger to fear. I think I spent a lot of my childhood just kind of being, pushed around by fear. Um, it was something that my mom had to really teach me how to navigate as a kid because fear just came so strongly for me. 
Um, and my mom is skilled enough in the word to talk me. Th- she was skilled enough in the word at that time to talk me through it and, you know, to teach me strategies because I was in the midst of warfare as a kid, you know, and a lot of times, you know, for moms, you don't realize that your kids are in warfare and that you've got to put tools in their hands because like, I don't know if you know this, but the devil doesn't fight fair. He doesn't wait for you to like get your manual on life and get some scriptures under your belt and then go, okay, on guard, you know, let's spar now. No, the enemy comes when people often our children when they're young, when they're vulnerable, when they don't know any better, they don't know, you know, his devices, because the scripture says, you know, don't be ignorant of his devices. And so a lot of times he tries to come after kids to cut their feet from under them. And so that's totally how he kind of came for me with fear. Um, and so I just, I really want to take this time because I think a lot of times we tolerate fear. I think we allow the fear of a lot of things, rejection, um, failure of being our authentic selves, of taking a stand for the Lord or for truth or for justice, um, death, you know, exposure, not knowing, you know, everything that you feel like you should know. We allow fear to, to squelch us and to, um, to quiet us and, and to bully us really into accepting the lesser life. And so we're going to just, we're going to, we're going to decompose fear today. Like we're going to just tackle it. We're going to talk it out and hopefully you walk away with some tools to like kick fear in the face today, right? So first thing with fear, First uh, Timothy 4, 7 says, I've not given you the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and the sound mind. Um, and just to be clear, we're not talking about, you know, like fear the Lord. That's a reverence. That's having a holy kind of respect and anticipation of heaven's audience watching your life and knowing that what you do matters, that God sees you. We're not talking about that kind of fear. We're talking about the kind of fear um, that that God says in First uh, John 4 and 8, perfect love casts out all fear. Um, we're talking about that kind of fear, the kind of fear that the enemy uses as a tactic. Um, and so... First thing is that fear doesn't come from the Lord. Fear just doesn't. Um, and we're not supposed to live cozied up and buddied up with fear. That's not how life is supposed to go. That's not how the believer's life is supposed to go. Let me at least say, let me say that. As believers, um, we are not supposed to just accept a strategy or a stratagem of the enemy as a, as a standard, as a cap on God's goodness on our lives and what we can experience. And this is not to, um, diminish or say, you know, like give it a fear. Like I get that people struggle with fear, but I also understand that you have an enemy who's interested, whose sole purpose is to kill, steal, and destroy your life. And so it's not this, like, it's not a natural thing. And when I say natural, I mean, it's not like a, um, your, your spirit, man, your body was not made for fear. Fear is a result of sin coming into the earth, um, and wreaking havoc on all of God's good intentions. And so, um, it's not something that we should just accept. It's not something that we should be like, oh yeah, that's fear over there in the corner. It just tears my stuff up. And I just know I got to, you know, clean up around it and not make it angry. Like, no, Hey, you kick fear in the face and put it out. That's how we handle fear. Right? Like I just, let's make some distinction here. Fear is not your puppy. (laughs) Fear is not like this little thing that you should just be cool with. No, it is time out for tolerating fear. So it doesn't come from the hand of the Lord. Right? So if it doesn't come from God, God, good, devil, bad, Fear comes from the enemy and it shouldn't be tolerated. And so first things first, let's establish it's not a tool that Jesus uses to grow you up. God is not like, hey, let me put some fear in your life so that you learn to respect me. Or let me put some fear in your life so you know not to challenge me or push me. Like God does not need the tools of the enemy to do anything in your life. Okay, that's not a thing. That's just that's that's a doctrine of devils, plain and simple. Um, 
but God has given us some things to counter fear, right? So the scripture says, I'm not giving you the spirit of fear. I've given you love, perfect love, casts out all fear. I've given you power, giving you authority over all the devices of the enemy that nothing shall by any means hurt or harm you. And a sound mind of giving you um, a mind full of peace The you know, um, the scripture, I think it's, I say, Ooh, y'all, I should not be quoting these things because references are not my strong point. I think it's Isaiah 26, three, you keep them in perfect peace. Whose minds are stayed on you. Um, I've given you a sober mind, a mind that's at peace. That's what God has promised us. And so, you know, he really just, the, like he, <laughs> the scriptures, the Lord really just addressed the root of fear. Um, it's a fear of not knowing God's heart for you, not knowing that God desires good for you. He has, he showed his kindness, his overwhelming kind intention for you. And he sent his son to die on the cross while you were still yet his enemy. Um, power. You're not powerless in this life. You're not just subject to the rulers of darkness. That's why you have the armor. Um, you have the armor of, of the spirit, the armor of the Lord. Ephesians six. That's why you've got all the, what is that? The sword of the spirit. What do we call that? That has an actual name. Anyway, you've got those things. God is, don't, you know, you've, you've been given heavy artillery, um, to deal with, with the enemy. You're not subject to fear. You're not subject to, you know, all the foolishness that the enemy wants to throw your way. No, you've been given power. You've been given the ability to get results, right? You have the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead on the inside of you if you're a believer. And so you don't, you're, you're not subject to the roaring lion, right? Like, no, 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 no. He bows his knee also to the name of Jesus and to the blood of Jesus. So he's giving you love, power, and a sound mind. He's giving you peace. He's giving you. So one of my favorite verses that I love, love, love is John 14, 27 in the Amplified. And I was not planning on reading this to you guys, but it just came up in my spirit. And so I think it's really important to flow with that. So John 14 really talks, it's like talking about the Holy Spirit and why God has given us the Holy Spirit and he's supposed to teach us all things and all that good stuff. And then in verse 27, it says, peace I leave with you. My own peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed, and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. And let me tell you, when the Lord dropped this verse on me, I was in college and I found myself just like constant. I just want to go home. This is uncomfortable. I don't like this. I just felt really vulnerable out there on my own <laughs> and was always just kind of like in this anxious sort of state of like, oh, and I remember the first night that I stayed in my dorm, I just felt super vulnerable because I was taking, you know, I'm not in my parents' house. My dad's not there. I've got this metal door to keep me from the crazies or keep the crazies from me. Hope it's locked. What if somebody forgets to lock it? You know, all of these things where I realized I'd put my trust and my hope in, okay, my dad locks the door. My dad will be there. He'll stop a bad guy, you know, as opposed to like, oh, you've given your angels charge over me to keep me, you know, to bear me up in your, in their hands lest they, lest I dash my foot against the stone. Like I hadn't anchored my, my, my trust in, oh, you're going to take care of me. I didn't have a sound mind on that. I didn't, didn't have a sound mind at all. I was like, uh, I'm terrified. <laughs> um, but that's really, you know, John 14, 27 really lays the responsibility um, at our feet for keeping ourselves free from fear. The scripture says, do not let your heart be troubled. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated. Do not permit yourselves to be fearful, intimidated, cowardly, or unsettled. And so it's like, hey, some, you know, I love, what I love about the scriptures is that it makes this delineation of these are God's things. God says, I have a plan for your life. I'm going to give my angels charge over you. You know, I'm going to do all these things. I'll never leave you, forsake you. 
And then there are times the scripture, you know, puts things back on us where it's like, hey, this is your job. Make sure that you have your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel. Make sure that you um, don't allow yourself to be afraid. Make sure that you pray without ceasing, you know. And and so this is one of our things, keeping ourselves free from the yoke, from the bondage of fear. Um, And so, uh, you know, I really want to I really, really, really want to make sure that you get this feeling, get this understanding. The fear is the devil bullying you. Whatever the fear is, it's the enemy trying to bully you, trying to, um, there's a word for this and it's just not coming to me, but he's just trying to make you small. He's trying to take all the power of the resurrected king on the inside of you and squish it down to this, you know, mere human status you know, this fallen man status, this man without God status, and you've got a big God on the inside of you. And so, you know, like I, I, one of the things that infuriates me, (laughs) that makes me really mad is when someone tries to punk me, you know, like I am not a punk. You are not going to pull a fast one. You are not going to talk crazy to me. Let me tell you who I am, you know, but I have that sense of confidence of, I am this person. I am this person in the kingdom. I am a child of God. I know who I am. I stand firmly and boldly in my in my um, identity. And so what the enemy does is he goes, you don't know who you are. God is not telling you the truth. You know what? You are sub. If I if I wanted to send a crazy person out to shoot up a store that you're in, like I could do that. He wants to bully you with that, right? You know, you're going to. So I was on a plane a couple weeks ago and um. I just, on this plane, every kind of catastrophe that has ever happened with a plane was just flying through my head, you know, from people being sucked out of the window on planes to, you know, planes disappearing out of the sky and people can't find them to crashes and planes getting hijacked. And it was around 9-11 that I was flying and all this stuff kept, you know, floating into my mind. And, you know, sometimes we don't realize that it's the enemy that's trying to talk to us and just plant stuff. Um, cause we just flow with it. It's like, oh, this is me talking. This is me thinking. And no, no, it's not. It's the enemy trying to seed stuff in your spirit, seed fear in your spirit. And, um, I had to like pause and be like, wait, 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 I'm just tolerating this joker talking to me in my ear. I need to put some brakes on him. <laughs> like, absolutely not. That's what we're not going to do. You're not going to rob my ability to enjoy this trip I'm taking to go see my brother. That's what you're not going to do because he's trying to steal, right? He's trying to destroy. He's trying to twist up and pervert because he's 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 got no truth in him, right? So like, he's the father of lies. There's no truth in him. Um, and so I had to push back on him. And one of the things with fear is you have to have things to push back on him with. So if, you know, your fear is death, Oh, Jesus tasted death for death for all men. You know, if your fear is exposure, you know, the imposter syndrome, you feel like, you know, everybody's going to find out that you don't really know what you're doing and you're not that great of a mom or you're just out here faking it. You know, um, the Christ that calls you has qualified you. Um, I was supposed to get the verse in Galatians for y'all for that one. I'll post it in the show notes, <laughs> but the the same God that called you outfitted you for the work that he's called you to. And so you've been given everything that you need to be where you are. Um, if your fear is a failure, hey, you got to reframe that thing. That's one of the things that I I am not really great at yet. I'm working on it. But when, you know, I, I think I have sometimes some perfectionist tendencies and we've talked about this. And so failure can be a deterrent because I'm afraid to fall. What are people going to say? How bad is it going to hurt? I'm going to be scarred. How am I going to get over it? How am I going to get past it? You've got to reframe that thing. 
Um, and this is not to say that you just go out there and do whatever without counsel. Like, no, he's not giving you a spirit of fear, but of love power. Sound mind. Sound mind means you've got people that have counseled you and you're sober and stable. Um, but you you reframe that thing. So you you tried something. You went for it. You asked the guy out or told him you were interested. You went for the job. Um, you decided to try a new hairstyle or a new restaurant or <laughs> new whatever. You went for it. Give yourself kudos. You walk away with full pockets, even if things don't work out the way that you thought or the way that you wanted. You still walked away with a treasure. You know, in some of the instances where I've just gone for it and done something that was like scary to me, I've had to really work on keeping the frame of mind of that wasn't a loss. I learned. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. I think that was John Maxwell. So, you know, let me not take his saying. Um, but you tried, you grew, you walked away with full pockets, you carried um, some wisdom, some learning. Okay, now I'll never do that again. Or that was really great. I didn't think I would have loved that. Oh my gosh, I want to do more of that. You know, you walked away with something. It's not failure. You know, it's not, it's not failure. I just, I don't, I don't know how else to say that. You won, you learned, you grew, you, you gained something. And so reframe that you, you have learned something from whatever you tried and did and, and experienced. And so reframe failure. Um, and besides that, we're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus, who's loved us. And God is constantly taking what, what the devil meant for harm to use for our good. He work, he causes everything to work for our good. Romans eight twenty eight. So you have that promise. You have got to cling to promises when fear comes banging down your door. Um, one of my favorite verses I want to say is in Matthew. See how prepared I am? This is bad, y'all. I'm really great at remembering scriptures, but not their references. And I just got to tighten up in general. But one of my favorite verses is when Jesus is, well, okay, so the Pharisees have accused him of being a demon. Like, oh, he's a devil. That's why he can cast out the devil. And he's like, yo, that don't make no sense. Like, um, a kingdom divided against itself can't stand. But if, you know, the king, but if, you know, um, he says, like, if I'm able to cast out demons because I've bound up the strong man and robbed his house, then the kingdom of God is among you. Like, what you gonna do? So, no, that doesn't work. Your theory. However, if the kingdom of God has come and this, and this is the evidence of that, um, the enemy being shut down and all his stuff taken, what does that mean for you? <laughs> How are you going to respond then? And I just love that analogy that, you know, for so long, the enemy was able to bully um, people because they didn't have the new covenant. They didn't have the blood of Jesus. They didn't have, you know, the grace of God operating in their lives. They didn't have the Holy Spirit. But now because of the covenant that we're under, we have the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead on the inside of us. So we should be bulldozing fear all day long, all day, every day. Whenever we sniff it out, it should be a target like, oh, shoot that down, you know. Um, so you, you got to go for it. So what do you do with fear? Whatever the fear is, wherever you sniff it, wherever you feel it, wherever you find it, defy it. Just like, you know, when you had, maybe you didn't have rebellious days. I know I had rebellious days when someone would tell you something and just because they told you not to do it, or just because they told you to do it, you're like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> I'm gonna do the opposite of what you said. Just because like that just, maybe y'all have never experienced that. Uh, but just because someone told you you should do something or not do something and simply on the simply on the basis that they told you you should or shouldn't, you're like, I'm gonna do the opposite of that. Do that with fear. Whenever your fear is like, don't talk, they're gonna see, don't don't do that. They're gonna look at you. Don't do don't try that. What if you fail? Defy fear. Look it boldly in its face, dead in its eyes, <laughs> stare straight through its armor, and do exactly what fear is telling you not to do. Completely a hundred percent with counsel. Don't do nothing crazy, y'all. Um, don't do nothing sideways. Let me say that. Don't do anything sideways. Do things that, you know, you you wouldn't have done because fear is telling you, it's trying to, you know, chump you up or whatever. 
but defy fear. Do it. A couple of years ago, when I got out of college, I made this list of things that I was afraid to do, right? Like, um, what did I say? I was afraid to maybe like go to a movie by myself. Um, I was scared to, um, I don't know, there was a bunch of different things that I was, that were like intimidating for me to do. And I just intentionally was trying to get, you know, whittle down that list. It was like my year of doing things that scare me. That's what I called it. And I still have one thing on that list and it's going to dinner by myself. I still haven't done that, but that's on my list, right? It's on my list to go to dinner by myself. And um, I told some ladies in my morning, uh, women's morning group at my church, like, oh, this is one of those things that I want to do. I'm kind of scared to do it, but it's like on my list, you know? And they were all like, oh my gosh, you've got to do it. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, make sure you text us when you finally do it. And, you know, give me all these tips like, okay, the first time, you know, maybe you want to sit at the bar because it's a little less awkward to be sitting by yourself eating dinner there, you know, or whatever. And it was really sweet to have like this girl gang behind me. that was like, girl, defy fear. Yes. You know, and so hear me say that to you, you know, hear me say, yes, girl, do it. That minute that you feel fear, try to hold your arm, pull you back and say, no, 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 no. Hear me go. Yes, girl, do it. Hear the Holy Spirit say you better because fear has no place determining where a believer should and should not go. No place. Um, And so uh, do it scared, man. It's it's exhilarating. So like, um, I saw on Instagram that Will Smith for his 50th birthday, he talked, he did this thing where he's talking about how he hates fear and how fear, you know, just, he's been trying to like break, break fear down consistently, um, for some years now. And so one of the things he was scared to do, I guess, was to jump out of a helicopter into the Grand Canyon, which is what he did for his, um, 50th birthday and just like to break the bonds of fear in such a violent way. You just saw the exhilaration on him. Like I did this thing that scared me senseless and now I'm going to live because fear tries to rob you of your ability to live and to live fully because God, Jesus has promised you the good life. I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. Listen, Christians lives are not supposed to be gray and dull and boring. God is not that way. God is, first of all, hilarious. And then he is this big God that is always trying to push beyond the bounds of your imagination and where you think you can go and what he can do. That is, well, that's probably most of the reason why Christians' lives can be a little bit challenging because God is like, I know you think two, I'm thinking 200, you know, or beyond that. We're like, where does that come from, Lord? That's going to be disappointing. If you're afraid of disappointment, yo, process that. Anyway, um, whatever the fear is, do it scared, do it anyway, do it in spite of defy fear, um, because it's stopping you from living and God has promised you life. Good, 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 satisfying life to the abundance till it overflows. And I want that for y'all. I want that for me. Okay. And I pray that for y'all. And so as we are go through this month, as we're talking about what's holding you back, what's keeping you back, man, keep a list of these things. Like I'm going to get on Instagram and ask you guys, you know, what are what is the thing that you're afraid of? Um, I'm thinking about maybe going to dinner this month by myself. So I'll maybe Instagram live that or send you guys a picture or whatever. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, if you don't follow Walking Well Podcast, please go follow the podcast on Instagram. Um, I 
am really wanting to have, you know, like this conversation with you guys. We were talking about what are you afraid of and, you know, how to, how we're breaking that down. And so it's the last 90 days of 2018. We are in the final quarter and I'm just here to kick its butt. <laughs> like I'm just, man, I want to believe God big. I want to discipline my body and my soul and my mind and master myself. I want to see fruit. Like I'm just hungry for the good life that God has promised all of us in Christ Jesus. And so do it scared. Um, definitely share the podcast. If you haven't rated or reviewed it on whatever medium you listen, Spotify, um, iTunes, podcasts, wherever you listen, Google Play, please rate, please review. It helps people find the podcast. It lets them know it's something worth listening to. And if you're enjoying it, please share the love, spread it around. Um, I'm really, you know, my heart is to make sure that this is helpful and functional and moves your life and your generations forward. And so if it's been good to you, man, share this thing, rate it, tell people about it. If you have any questions, any ideas for topics, send us an email at walkingwellpodcast at gmail.com. So open to that. We're definitely thinking about which what direction we want to go in for the next season. And so um, definitely want y'all's input, the people, you know, my faithful listeners, even my newbies. Let's let's talk it up. Let's chat it up. So um, rate, the review, rate and review the podcast. Share. If you haven't subscribed, what are you doing? Subscribe. Um, and boss it out. Have a good week. Kick fear in the face, y'all. I love you. Bye. Thank you.